Well, hello everybody out there in Music Video Land, and welcome to another edition of the Music Video Land podcast. Uh, this week in Music Video is brought to you by your super good friends at imvdb.com, the internet or intranet. Maybe if you're running IMVDB on your local company intranet, uh, the intranet mu- or internet music video database. Uh, my name is Adam of the IMVDD, IMVDP. This is going very well. Um, and then with me, as usual, is Mr. Pink Eye himself uh, from Manhattan, New York, uh, Doug Klinger. Doug, how are you? Doing super good, Adam, but I still love you. Thank you. Yeah, totally. You you called out the fact that I knew somebody with pink eye this week. Yeah, you met somebody with pink eye. Yeah, I met somebody, and then they gave it to me. Yeah, you, well, you did the, you did the secret handshake where you rub each other's you rub each other's eyes with your hands and rub your eyes, which is a terrible secret handshake. Yeah, it's like a really bad un, uncalled for secret handshake. But me and my me and my secret friend, we do it. And then joining us. Uh, as usual, from north of the rot wall of fringe music fix fame, um, Mr. Just Woke Up From a Nap, Adam Alexander. Adam, how are you? <laughs> I'm good. I did just wake up from a nap. Uh, after a long day of crunching numbers, I'm ready to talk about what I really love, and that's music videos. What kind of, <sighs> wait, hold on, what kind of numbers were these? Were these financial numbers? Yeah, these were financial numbers and numbers that keep my company afloat. I was crunching them. That's good. Well, you got to crunch what them. What company? Fringe Music Fix? No, not Fringe Music Fix. There's no numbers for Fringe Music Fix. <laughs> I don't like numbers in general, especially when they relate to websites. I'd rather just have the bits, the ones and zeros, um, which I suppose numbers... If we're talking some, you know, like technical. Yeah, data. one and zero are numbers. That's true. Yeah, but <laughs> I'm talking just about the data, the video data, and the we pink got pink eye. Yeah, well, I'm talking about pink eye and videos, which is, but but we have a theme for this week's show. Ooh, we got a theme. That's right, because uh, Doug was Doug. You know, usually puts together our watch list. No secret. No secret. Doug, you know, talks about uh, or like puts together a little video list. He says, hey, "Everybody, peep these videos. These are the ones that we're gonna talk about." And we noticed this this, this list um, once we left off Justin Bieber's video, which shall remain nameless. Uh, is all it's all ladies ladies in the director chair, um, and this is which shouldn't be a thing that takes effort to put together. Yeah, let's just say that ladies take up fifty percent of the world, more than, and therefore there should be more lady music video directors than men, but um, there aren't. But this week there are significantly more. Yeah. In fact, for this podcast, five to zero. That's right, which doesn't happen a lot. I mean, it's it's interesting. This this uh, you know we usually like notice a pattern of the week, and we don't really you know usually talk about it that much except in, in passing. But uh, this is one of those pattern weeks um, of a lot of uh, female directors releasing really fantastic music videos. And there was actually an article. I don't know if you guys saw this on um, in Variety. Uh, I saw it in Vulture. Are you talking in about Vulture? Same. Yeah, same. Same V. They're just they're they're merged. Same letter together. V. Um, and it is a hundred women directors. Hollywood should be tiring. Only um, one. Only one music video director on that list. Uh, well, oh, two. Gia Coppola is on there. Yeah, Gia Coppola, who directed a video we're talking about this week. Yeah. But also, uh, uh, Fiora Sigma, Sigmundi, who is also on this week's list. And uh, Santa Hamry. Um, who I don't know if she's directed a lot of 
music videos lately. I think she moved more into features. Um, she directed the, the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants 2 um, and Just Right. Um, uh, so, but she directed, I don't, you guys know this, like she directed the uh, um, Super Bass by Nicki Minaj. Um, and a bunch of other videos from like that I would, and she's she has a longer career than that in music videos. But who I is her. Nicki Minaj? Okay, we're gonna have to go back. A little, we're gonna have to backtrack a little bit. Do you remember yeah. Nicki Minaj, Anaconda? Uh, yes. Uh, okay. Wait. Yes. Uh, Bedrock. Remember that video, Bedrock? Yeah. Um, on actually this weekend on Saturday Night Live, uh, her and someone else I didn't know, The Weekend, did a song together. Never that's, heard of the weekend. That's a joke that I didn't know who the weekend was, but now I know who he. I know who he is now, and I know. We've all never made songs. that joke on this podcast. Let us have it. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yeah, but the 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 bad part of that is who was the guest on the podcast when I made that joke? That was that that. Was, oh yeah, Austin Peters, who's like, who is you know? I mean, mm-hmm. he's a he's a good enough director where the weekend is. He's probably on the weekend's radar. Yeah, and the weekend's like, oh, let's see what this guy Austin Peters is up to. Google's his name, finds our podcast, <laughs> listens uh, 90 minutes into it, and then it's like, what the fuck? And never <laughs> yeah, again. around the 90-minute mark. Never again. Um, but this is, you know, it's just one of those weeks where there's there's a lot of um, female director action going on. And it is interesting that – because this, this list is very film-centric. Mm-hmm. Um, and it actually – I think it, it, it airs on – definitely airs on the side of film because – like uh who is it who else is on this list like elizabeth banks is on this list um and uh there was some famous actress on this list it's all yeah uh, it's all like just like like uh yeah what's her name from contact oh jodie foster yeah yeah right um so, so, so you know, actresses, some list. of them are actresses that dabble in. List. And, and, and I mean, but Jodie Foster's directed though, and yeah, so yeah. has yeah, Elizabeth on, Banks. That's not somebody who is like. That's not somebody who, as a publication, you're like, oh, this is somebody Hollywood should be paying attention to. Like, <laughs> I'm like going out on a limb, being like, oh, like they did like Gia Coppola and Sofia Coppola like one after another, and like that. That is that. That's like you being like, yo, Hollywood, pay attention to these like these names but like jody fucking foster like give me <laughs> a fucking ever heard break. of her like um, pay, yeah, but pay, i mean uh, well, jody foster hollywood how dare you yeah i see your point and angelina jolie is on this list um, which yeah, i actually didn't know life. that she had directed anything so there you go get a um, life vulture but the but the interesting thing is 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 the sort of distinct lack of female music video directors on this list. You know, the ones that are mentioned, um, like Santa Hamri and, um, and Gia Coppola also have done extensive film work. And, and I See, read six Monday. And yeah, six is Monday is how you pronounce her name. I don't uh, know. It's one of those names that I've read a million times. But if I actually have to say it out in public, yeah. Like when I read it, I go, <gasps> and then when I say it, I go, oh, yeah, because I don't know how to do it. And That's both it. of those noises mean different things. That's a beautiful, like, rendition of that of your your emotions um but none of them nothing really is mentioned about music video work um but like this week is a really incredible example of how female directors are making a lot of amazing uh music videos and i've always thought and i don't know if it's confirmation bias in that i just you know know more about music video directors than i do film directors um but you know i see female names 
um, quite a lot uh, when looking at you know music videos that are coming out, and I think there's a, a lot of reasons uh, for that. You know, when com- compared to you know feature films, for instance. Well, you know, Hannah Lux Davis, uh, who directed the Ariana Grande video, most popular video of the week, nearly 30 million views in a week, like. Uh, is one of the most prolific music video directors in the industry right now. Um, one of the only music video directors who gets like name checked no matter how many times they direct a music video and no matter who it's for. Um, so, you know, it's a little different in music videos, but music videos are still kind of a boys club uh, at the director level, you know. Um, you know, at the EP level and at the, even the producer level, um, you're finding a lot of... <laughs> females making a major impact but as a director at the dp level i still think that um you know the the women who are doing some really fantastic work in those departments still have like a bit of an uphill battle um and they're still kind of like fighting for the actual recognition that they probably deserve like i don't think um like i think hannah Lix davis and colin tilly are like putting out the same level of work in the same kind of area of music videos um and i think colin tilly is a much more household name uh, that that Lux Davis is for whatever reason. We should also mention at the top of this that we realize we're th- three dudes talking about female music video directors. Yeah, but, but whatever. We got to talk about something, right? We're yeah. going to be three dudes no matter what we do. That's true. And yeah. so, like, what we're, we talk about is where it matters. And and you know, uh, you know, I think three dudes uh, for life. <laughs> three dudes for life, no matter what we do. <laughs> no, not necessarily no matter what, but like. Pretty sure, like I took a look at Adam Alexander's Halloween costume. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, that's a we talk about stuff. that. Adam. Yeah, or not talk about it in that way, but like we're gonna talk. There, about there will be a link in the show notes. Yeah, to that link, uh, to that pick. But like, uh, you know, I, you know, female directors are making just as an in big of an impact when given the opportunity as as male directors, whether they're getting the recognition for it or not. Um, and, you know, you can't really, like, box them in, you know, like, it's not like this is a week, you know, we've got five female music video directors, but it's not like it's all for just, like, female run-of-the-mill pop stars. Like, you know, there's there's EDM artists, there's, you know, male bands, you know, it's not like you can, only, like, they're not being pigeonholed based on their work, but, you know, for whatever reason, I, I still feel like they're lacking the recognition, even in this industry, that they deserve. So... Yeah, we should get into it. Um, and let's start with Hannah Lux Davis. Hannah Lux Davis's video for "Focus" by Ariana Grande. Um, and I, I real, I was surprised about surprised to see a new Ariana Grande single because it doesn't seem like that long ago that her last album came out and her last kind of cycle of singles came out. But here we go. This is a new one, so it's time to, you know, not every artist has the you know three year you know, hiatus between albums that Adele has, for instance. Yeah. So Ariana Grande is back at it with a new single called Focus. Um, and Ariana Grande has worked with Hannah Lux Davis um, many times in the past. Uh, there was that video where it was like three people. Um, well, she directed the Love Me Harder video, first of all. But yeah, but it's also it. the one that Jesse J, Nicki Minaj. That's the one, yeah. Um, I can't remember what the name of that one is, but that's the one that premiered. Bang, bang. Bang, bang. There we go. Um, I should know that because it's uh, my wife's ringtone. So there you go. Um, I don't know what I put it on her phone and she doesn't know how to get it off. So oh, you, you cut out, Doug. Sorry, I hit I hit unmute when I thought I hit you. <laughs> I was going to say, there you go. You got a fucking wife. Why don't you rub it in? Yeah. 
Yeah, look at me. I'm flying high. You see, late. You see, ladies' shoulders every day of the week. Every every day. Sometimes. Adam Alexander's got a giant stuffed unicorn. Mm-hmm. And I me. Wish, I. I. Adam, <laughs> so where did you get that stuffed unicorn? First of all, <laughs> I bought uh, that whole costume was put together last minute, and it was all purchased at the Giant Tiger GT Boutique. Is that an actual physical store? Is it all? It online? is. It is. It's a Canadian wow. chain. Really. Wow. Yeah, giant tiger. Giant tiger. Um, I'm just saying it again to make sure that I get my uh, my cut. Yeah, they're gonna send you one of those crisp twenty dollar Canadian bills. Yeah, um, or so, a backup unicorn. Or yeah, whichever. Yeah, whichever is whichever is less money. I maybe I feel like what's that unicorn set you back, Canadian? If you don't mind me asking, that unicorn was forty bucks. Okay, nice. Yeah. So about uh, thir- like thirty five American ish. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Hey, it's a real thing. Exchange rate. Um, so, so now <laughs> you that we're learn about it, fucking Adam. Yeah. So now we've gotten way way off track. Let's get back to this focus. No, no. Now. Listen, when <laughs> Hannah Lux Davis wrote the treatment for Focus by Ariana Grande, she's like, I can't wait till the IMDb guys talk about the exchange rate <laughs> and this music video. <laughs> The same um, conversation. So the, the the title of the song is Focus, and like the chorus is uh, goes, you know, focus on me, um, and that's kind of like what this video is. And I think one of the, one of the like salient points of this is that we Ariana focus Gr- on we focus on Ariana Grande. Well, we do, but Ariana Grande has changed her hair color in this video. Yeah, and her eyebrow color. All of the colors are different, which is interesting because she at for I mean for a long time re- like had like one of those signature hairstyles like she didn't really do anything with her hair except one thing um and it was sort of her thing she kind of had it up in a in a i don't even know what you call it some sort of you know it was it was up it was like done up and now it's like basically the same thing but it's like a it's like a metallic like a metallic purple like a very like dull purple mm-hmm. um i think it works really well and this video is um, basically, it's blue. It's blue in one scene too. Also, it is. Yeah, I think it depends on the lighting. Because um, there's also I a very like, high contrast black and white scene. What's that? <laughs> I was. I said I think it depends on the dye that they put in her hair, suggesting that it was a different <laughs> color dye. I mean, is it a wig or is it dye? I don't really know how those things. I don't work. know. I don't even know. Well, I know that a lot of people out there are dyeing their hair as different colors, mm-hmm. and this kind of like washed out um, fluorescence are very popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think Ariana Grande is tuned right into that. Uh, this is one of those but, videos where it's bas- it's basically dance setups. Um, and she's got some ladies with her. There are, there are no dudes whatsoever in this video, but it is as uh, like it should be. Yeah, it's just Ariana Grande and the ladies. Um, it's got a little bit of a futuristic look. You too. say Ariana, I say Ariana. Mm, I did, did. I say Ariana. I said Ar- okay. I'll go Ariana if you want. I I think this is a video that would. I think the set the sets in this video would be much more impressive if the Drake video hadn't just come out. Not to say that like the, uh, they feel too similar. I just feel like the set pieces in the Drake video are such an element in that video. Um, I think that this video could have done the same thing, uh, but I think that, it, that the Drake video take, like, unintentionally takes some wind out of the like, impressive set piece sales. What do you think about that? Yeah, I mean, I did notice that, you know, there is a a section where she's in kind of a purple box, mm-hmm. um, which is, but 
you know, it's it's different, but has like a similar kind of vibe to it. I think that would draw like more of like a Madonna comparison instead of a Drake comparison had the Drake video not existed, which is more like, Mm -hmm. I feel like the nail that Ariana Grande would be trying to hit. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And it's, and it's, it's interesting to kind of figure out what she's going for here and what the, how this fits into it. I do think that, you know, that there's like one element that she's going to change. Um, it's interesting that it is like her hair color, um, which and makes her sense eyebrow color. Yeah, okay, and her eyebrow color. I mean, Very I feel important. like that's a, that's a that's a commitment right there. Like, it's one thing to be like, I'm going to dye my hair and then I'll dye it back. I don't but think she you dye, dye your her eyebrows. Out. I think she, they just put, yeah, like, no, yeah, that's that's the same eyebrows. Guys, don't fucking tell me about eyebrows right now. <laughs> she dyed her eyebrows in my heart. I think there's some stuff you can just put in your eyebrows. Yeah, dye. All right. Well, you know whether or not that is an accurate. Um, I feel like that it's interesting that you know she's like, okay, here's the you know take the music element out of it because it's it's you know different, but it's not like Aria. It's like Ariana Grande's like jazz you know experiment fusion mm-hmm. band. Um, it's relatively kind of the same thing. So she has to pick something that's going to be a little bit different. And in like the whole scheme of things, um, she's like, well, okay, well I'm going to change my hair hair color um it just shows you like you know what like how important like that was to her image yeah um, well and it's her album it's the album cover too right like the focus single cover uh, on it's a, yeah it's the single it's yeah, her in the purple album. hair yeah and yeah. like who didn't see that instagram girl this week right about image Meaning, we're talking about image we got to talk about that instagram girl the one who quit quit instagram yeah the one who quit instagram to make vimeo videos hmm. um this is this all ties into her. How so? Because they're because uh, of the internet. Okay. Well, yeah. I mean, these videos are definitely both on the internet. I'll so there you, you go. Um, I also like the fact that the Ariana Grande plays trumpet in this video uh, toward the end, which is in the running for our podcast uh, album cover for this week. Is <laughs> yeah. Ariana Grande playing the trumpet? If I could get and there's but the the some of the girls are playing trumpets and I think and some of them are playing like French horns. The one's playing a, a bassoon, I think it is. Mm-hmm. They've all got different instruments, um, which is kind of you know fun. It's it's definitely like a very like fashion oriented um, concept setup video, uh, but it's really well shot, really well timed. I, the one thing that, that I have complained many times about Ariana Grande videos is I cut way too fast. Mm-hmm. I think that like a huge missed opportunity is the problem video, which is an amazing video, but it's just cut like twice as fast as it needs to be. Um, and this is a nice kind of pace where you can kind of, you know, not really, the editing is really well done in this. But I do think though that there are notes that come from Ariana Grande's team that want faster cuts. Because I feel like there are still moments in this video with with really fast cuts, mm-hmm. noticeably fast cuts, um, and I can't think of the moments that they happen. But like, I just like think of all like a lot of jump cutty moments where like yeah, like I like the the moments in Ariana Grande videos where you're like kind of able to breathe with her as a performer, um, because I think in pop videos like what fast cuts hide is like lack of the ability to perform. <laughs> Yeah. So like a director will just like set you up in a different way 
11 different times and then cut to those 11 different shots a bunch and then you seem dynamic. But I think like Ariana Grande can be a dynamic performer and you don't need to do all these like quick cuts with her. Uh, yeah, that's the issue with the problem problem video is that she you just want to watch her. But they keep being like, nope, nope, she's not, you know, don't. And I think Hannah's tuned into that. I have have a feeling Hannah's tuned into that. Because, like, if you look at the stuff that, like, Hannah is sharing on her, like, Instagram and stuff about the stuff that she's, like, gravitating towards, it's, like, these wider, longer shots um, that kind of would give give Ariana and her style and, like, her her performance, like, a chance to breathe. Whereas, like, there you do still find these moments that are, like, really quick cut which you connect with a little bit less yeah definitely. i don't know if uh just coming back to the trumpet players i don't know if you guys caught wind of this but um apparently ariana uh upset a, a huge number of uh professional trumpet players in her inaccuracy to uh to hold the instrument correctly there's actually a new york post article about this nice so, new york post yeah, always she, hit those hard stories what is the title of this, the New York Post article? Uh, it's Ariana Grande has annoyed trumpet players everywhere. Uh, and that was posted on the 30th. So, yeah, that's a thing to read. Another thing you need to notice is one of the backup dancers in this video is FK Twigs. No, I'm kidding. I'm sorry. Bad joke. <laughs> uh, yeah, you, you, if you told me that and were super serious about it, I would have watched you think where you know why because she pops up in videos as backup dancers she does that that would this that is a a symptom of our internet culture obviously that this that that is allowed to happen or people are or it's allowed to happen to the point where people are like yeah i'll write a story about that people getting angry at ariana grande for holding a trumpet wrong Um, or licking a donut no, all over the everywhere. All, not just like people. Mm-hmm. People everywhere. Yeah, there's at least ten other publications that ran this story about the trumpet players being pissed. I, I would have, I would have really loved a little donut looking scene. I think we're at, we're like three weeks weeks running where we're we're looking for Ariana Grande to lick a donut somewhere, but I guess <laughs> she wants to like leave that behind for some reason, which I don't really understand. Whatever, Ariana, just do whatever you want. Um, well, it was it was so clearly staged that she got what she needed out of it. What the donut looking? I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't even. <laughs> I think it's I time understand. to move on. Do yeah. So this is a great video. I'm excited Let's for. Let's talk about something else. And this this single is doing really well as well. So right. Um, How's it doing in the Fairhome home? Oh, it's it's, it's blasting. What are Debbie and Don's thoughts? I don't know. I don't know if they've. I don't know if focus has bubbled up enough for uh, for. That generation of the fair homes to really get into it, but we, we'll see. I mean, I do know that that Carly Rae Jepsen's on the radar. Good Canadian girl. Um, so we could talk about her video, a Geocopolis video for your type next. If you I'm, I'm into it, okay. I think we should. Um, and do you guys? So this this album, Emotion. I don't really know how to pronounce it, but it's like... I think it's emotion. Emotion, yeah. but it's got dots between the... Yeah, dots. Yeah, because it's emotion. Yeah. But. Um, I had, have you guys been listening to this album? It's a great album. I've oh. listened to it a lot. Yeah. Actually. How many yeah. How many uh, stars do you, each of you guys rate it? Well, out of what? It's up to you. 
I'd give it a four out of five. I like it a lot. I think it's a great, great album. And Adam Alexander, what do you give it? You, it yeah, I, I, I would have to agree with Adam on that. About a four, a four out of five, maybe even a four and a half out of five. I'm what really about eight out this. of ten. Would you give it an eight out of ten? I would go eight out of ten. Yeah, I go eight point five out of ten. I think. Um, but <laughs> but the 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 mu- so the music video output of this album so far has been lackluster. Terrible, Adam Alexander says. I, Not even lackluster. Adam Alexander usually is like a devil's advocate. And by devil, it is people <laughs> who make shitty music videos. Advocate. And Adam Alexander says, your music videos are terrible. That means you need to, you need to look inside yourself. And it's like, what's it's wrong true. with you? And I've tweeted about this because I felt like, based on how how much I love this Carly Rae Jepsen album, that the album, that the video output, it was just not up to par. There could have garbage been so trash can, garbage music, pretty garbage trash can. Yep, well, glade, glade unscented. What do you think of this? Well, this I, I'm into. I'm well, into. Just just a real quick. We we need to recap what's happened with this with this album so far. Yes, we do. Okay, because. I, you know, this, the, I, re- I really like you, which is the first single off the album mm-hmm. came out back in March, which seems like a ridiculously long time ago, you know, considering Cause it the, is. Yeah. Well, the album didn't come out that long ago. Um, so this is significantly before the, the release of the album. Um, and this is the one, if you'll remember with Tom Hanks, um, and Justin Bieber at the end. Who could forget? Yeah. Uh, well, I think people definitely could forget because even though it's got 114 million views, I think it's a, it is a bungled video i mean i watched this video again today just to kind of see if my opinion of it would change Mm. um but and adam i know you back me up on this it is it is like a basically like incomprehensible video and 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 not in a way that um you know just like i don't like what it is it's just it's objectively bad from the execution from like you know what they're the content of it to the execution of it from even like the camera angles and the way things are lit. Whenever just, when when you try to make the argument that like music videos are back and like music videos impact the popularity of songs and like music videos are important, um, the only the, like the easiest way to argue against that is to say, well, what about this video? <laughs> Well, and that's the, and that's this Carly Rae Jepsen video. It is literally like the shining example of terrible music video and still being successful despite that because the song is so popular. Um, but in there's this one moment in the video, and then I'll shut up about this video um, that I didn't notice before, but I, I really it just baffles me so much. Um, you know how Tom Hanks is walking along the street, and you know people are like you know asking for autographs and selfies and stuff like that. And he's super happy and he's like doing everything for everybody. And he gets to the set and people get, you know, the guy gives him the clipboard and he checks the clipboard. And then, you know, we're seeing Tom Hanks from behind and everything slows down and this car goes by and the camera turns to look at the car and it slows down a lot, you know, as if to say, Hey guys, check out what's in this car. It's important because we're slowing the whole video down to show you what it is. And I swear to God, you cannot see what is in this car. <laughs> There's, I've watched, tried to like slow this down and like look at it. It is just a blur. If there's something important in that car, I have 
absolutely You'll never no know idea what it is. Well, and listen, it's just, isn't this the music video that you made the argument that like it's trying to tell you that taxi gaps are tr- are cool or something? <laughs> yeah, well, except yeah, I don't know if that argument holds. Although the fact it does have Tinder product placement, but the, see the oh, cab right. that he gets in is like a is like a New York like nineteen seventies cab. I don't yeah. even know if it's a cab, but that's that's I don't know. I think that that falls apart a little bit on a second watch, but it is incomprehensible. And, and there was another video for um, the second single, which was "Run Away with Me," "Run Away with Me," which is all right. Um, but then we have "Your Type," which I think is a great song. I think there are other better songs than "Your Type" on this album, but "Your Type" will do. Mm-hmm. Um, and Gia Coppola, of course, is uh, Francis Ford Coppola's granddaughter. What's her relationship to Sofia Coppola? I think it's – is it her daughter, I think? Sophia's and what's her, her relationship aunt. to Nicolas Cage? Wait, Sophia, wait, Adam, you said Sophia's her aunt? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that. What's her relationship to Nick Cage? <laughs> well, we're going to have to stop the podcast to research that. <laughs> um, well, is it Nick Cage is like somebody, something? Yeah, that's, that's, he, you're thinking of six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. No, Nick Cage is like Francis yeah, he's Ford Coppola's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew, I think. Yeah, right. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. A word? A word? <laughs> a word? I, did, I seriously had no idea. About yeah. That. So, so he's Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. So he's Gia Coppola, Sophia Coppola's like maybe third cousin. Okay, so it's it's worth looking this up right now. He is because a nephew. This is, yeah, this is, he's this just is nephew. interesting. Um, okay, reading the Wikipedia article, which of course is never wrong. Never wrong, even though they got rid of the IMDb Wikipedia page. That's right. Thanks, Wikipedia. Fuck you. <laughs> I don't know. Really? I, it, it didn't Why say, did they get rid? It didn't say I don't anything. Know. I don't know. Maybe they thought we were a bunch. Of, it did okay, say. Here we go. Here, it has a whole. Oh, here we go. This. Oh, this is a. This is a. a a fountain of knowledge here. Oh shit! This Wikipedia little thing on the side. So, uh, <laughs> Nicholas Cage is her, is her cousin, but guess who else is her cousin? Jason Schwartzman. Yeah. Yes. Sophia yes, yes. Coppola is. Who you her. might know from the YouTube awards. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Keep put that keeping as a it video older. music video century. His like most famous do. achievement. Sophia Coppola <laughs> is her aunt, and Roman Coppola is her uncle. Hmm. Interesting. And where's Nick Cage fit in? Cousin. Cousin. Big baby. Um, so anyway, your type. Very interesting. Your type. Um, so this is a very narrative-based video, uh, which includes... So a lot of these narrative videos, um, I guess it's necessary for... Carly Rae Jepsen to be the star of this video. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of these, these types of videos, I feel like don't usually like may not star the actual artist of the video, especially as when they're as big as Carly Rae Jepsen. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, basically the gist of it is, you know, Carly Rae, Carly Rae Jepsen plays a version of herself that's down and out on her luck, but plays in these bars and kind of cuts between her being a successful artist and her being kind of a, um, in a bar band with, uh, you know, <laughs> the usual shots of like bar band. I, I love when music videos have like the, the shots of the weirdos in the bar. Um, they're always like bored and, and kind of 
there for other reasons than seeing whoever's performing. Um, but it is kind of a little bit of a music video trope, which I enjoy. Um, so that's, I mean, there's not a lot of like narrative heft to this video, uh, but I think Carly Rae Jepsen does a, a good job of acting it out, um, which, and she, she really sells the video more than anybody else. Mm. Um, and I, I, you guys are probably familiar with what Carly Rae Jepsen looks like. Did you, did you know immediately that this was Carly Rae Jepsen in the video? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's interesting because she's, she's, has been, she spot- is styled very differently though. She is. Cause she's sort of like the, she's the, the, um, what do they call them? The, uh, banner, banner woman for bangs. Um, yeah, because she has bangs like covering half of her face most of the time, which she has since she's really become famous. And this, she is not. And I think Kylie Jepsen, like when you actually see her up close without like bangs and stuff, she looks different than I think most people's conception of what she probably looks like. Mm-hmm. She just has a different facial structure. Um, so I think pe- somebody could watch this video and just not realize that was Kylie Jepsen. I was. Um and maybe you know, and you obviously disagree, Adam. I I was like really bored by uh, this video, and I <laughs> and I I put a lot of that on Carly Rae's shoulders. Like I just like uh, found her like very not dynamic, and I was trying like really hard to like put that on somebody else's shoulders. Like I was trying to like envision if somebody else shot this video, if like uh, if you gave this video to like a Mike Reagan or an Isaac Bauman. Uh, to shoot and you got some like really like raw footage because I feel like the footage despite the fact that this like video tries to be kind of like a raw um, kind of like no makeup peeled back version of a Carly Rae Jepsen video uh, especially when you compare it to like the last or, or to like the last type of stuff that you put out which has got like Tom Hanks in it and mm. pretend and Justin Bieber and pretend caps like this is like the raw alternative to that. And I tried to think if you like gave it to like a raw DP, if it would be more interesting. Um, but I like, I felt like it still wouldn't be because to me, like Carly Rae Jepsen just like was not interesting to me to watch in this video. And I feel like that's the best part. <laughs> that's I was trying to put the blame on somebody and I'm like, okay, Gia Coppola, like I don't think I could put the blame on her. And then I, you know, I look at the DP of the video, uh, and uh, and uh, I was like, well, you know, it's tough to like put the blame on somebody like that. Like, uh, and then I like looked at Carly Rae Jepsen. I just like was not intrigued by. It seemed like she had just like a very like sip, like one facial expression throughout the whole video. Um, yeah, I mean, I could see I that. I think intentionally, though, because that's more of the bar band moments where she's supposed to look more glum. Uh, when they cut to the other performance sequences, she's definitely got more energy and sort of playing it up a little bit more. Yeah, so, but not the, tough call. not the performance stuff so much as the narrative stuff, right? Like you want some you want some some depth in your performance, and I just feel like she just seems so like dead eyed the whole time. But they don't really, really develop any of the characters that much because it's not like the the contrast is between her playing in a bar and playing, you know, Madison Square Garden or something like that. The contrast <laughs> is her being playing in a bar where people are like not interested and playing in a bar where people are like digging it. Yeah. So it's not like a complete 
180 world of difference, really. And she sells it like she's super timid and and really uncomfortable in one area and then just really rocking it in the other one. Um, But I don't know if they give... I don't know if if there is enough established storyline for... They have these, like, DJ sections at the beginning and end um, where, you know, it's this radio DJ talking about this girl and... You know, I think that may have been an attempt at some sort of like trying to fill in her character. And then at some point she she falls asleep on a bench. This is before the song starts. Um, and some guys like take her like headphones, um, which I think were Beats headphones. And I was trying to figure out if that was. Actually, yeah, no, that, I think they are. I think if, if that was a product placement or yeah, that was just think, somebody's headphones that were on set. I think, <laughs> I think that was just like some weird like <laughs> way to try to like as hard as they could to like work. Uh, be the beach product placement into like a some some sort of substance. Yeah, and it's it's <laughs> it's it's a thing where you know, okay, well, this character, you know, she has a kind of a, a, a boring job. But I think she works at like a the front desk at some hostel, and like, okay, she fell asleep on a bench and like got her headphones stolen. Um, but other than that, we really don't know anything about her. We don't really know anything about the. The difference between the it's sort of, this video reminded me a little bit of the you know those commercials with like Rob Lowe where it's like yeah like direct TV Rob Lowe and <laughs> yeah. Rob Lowe and those yes. do such a great job of like even though they're kind of you know kind of dumb commercials doing a great job of like establishing a really clear difference between these two people and that's the whole point it's marketing you want to be the cool Rob Lowe with the product that you want to buy um, but this it was like you know okay well. The, the the other Kylie Rae Jepsen that was like rocking the house that could have been her in a month you know it's not like there's not that big of a difference between the two here's here's my thought on this and and tell me if I'm like a dick um but <laughs> when it comes to like um all right so we've already established like that Carly Rae Jepsen can like do a terrible music video Excuse me, a terrible music video like the one with Tom Hanks and pull off a hundred, you know, a hundred plus million views, right? So like when no, like when your default is a hundred million views, if you're gonna do earnest and if you're gonna do like narrative, you really gotta sell me in a way that like is gonna like blow my shit off, or else just put yourself in a purple box. Especially if, like, no matter what, you got to put your Beats headphones in this story, right? Mm. If you're Beats headphones, if you're making a video where, like, no matter what, you got to put your Beats in, mm-hmm. then just give me a pretty purple box and do an, you know, and dye your hair purple and and do that. <laughs> like, don't try to, like, lure me into a narrative when you still got to shove my your Beats headphones in your narrative like you're just not you're just not going to do it for me as Carly Rae Jepsen so just like give me something visual like give me some eye candy don't make me buy it uh is that like a bad way to look at these videos or you know like if you're going to do narrative like do give me I, some give me some you know Emily Kaibach uh you know Flora Manu Roman Gavris, give me something to hold on to. If you're not going to go all the way, like just get a purple box. Yeah, I, I mean, I, de- I, I definitely agree that the narrative seemed like. I mean, there's no purpose to this narrative. It seemed very unnecessary. I would have just been as happy if they would have just cut the performance bits 
in and dropped the narrative completely. And I still think it would have been better than the Tom Hanks video. It's a low. It's a, it's a low bar, Adam. <laughs> it's a low maybe bar. maybe it's a low bar, but th- like that, it would not be anywhere near the worst video of the year. Which the Tom Hanks one is still in my books. Probably should we do a should we do a music video Razzies this year? This year? Where we maybe. Yeah. Worst, maybe. We already decided your takes home worst video. Yeah, but we should do that. <laughs> people would love that. Think about how many people would love that. Yeah, people would love Us? to have their heart like the videos they work super hard on. Yeah, so. right. The video that they made no money on, negative money on. <laughs> Uh, they have kids and families, and we are like, oh, look how stupid they are. Let's put a mustache. Yeah. That's what our razors would be, by the way. We'd put mustaches on you. And it is kind of a shame, you know, thinking of the, the, the effect I really like. I, I, I don't really understand what they, they're doing with this album promotion. I don't understand why the single came out. Dropping the ball is what they're doing. Really. Yeah. This is a solid album. Yeah, Snake Tongue yeah, Adam Alexander. Adam Alexander is normally the devil's advocate. And uh, snake tongue in it. it I, I just feel like emotion is is her chance to to really break out of just like the top the top fifty girl and like sort of like appeal to everyone like almost like a Taylor Swift t- type of a moment. And they're promoting this thing like it's a weird fuck it. They don't even know what it is. Mm-hmm. Listen, to this guy even the, speaks the, the truth. Even this. I mean, your type is a is a great. It's a great catchy song, and like the 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 video just looks. I don't know. There are a lot of just incongruities here. I don't know why the single came out so early. I don't know why the videos have been like. What is the what is the style they're going for in this video? Well, I mean, the the narrative is the narrative is raw. The narrative is the narrative is like. Bar like dirty bar gr- like you know gross clothes no makeup and so is the, so is the style of how it started. it's interesting that, so the the, the DP is, is the, was the director on their last video which is an interesting fact yeah so when I heard that Gia Coppola was directing I right away thought of the Blood Orange video you're not good enough for like a style reference and that was what I was hoping for and this is not totally unlike that in in that sense the way it's shot. And some of the styling and the lighting and, and the mood, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. This is I not guess. like raw. This is not a raw like the. This is not shot like this is shot like a pop video. This is shot by you know, I, uh, I really like you, but it's, uh, but it's Fog, foggy. It's meant to be raw, mm-hmm. like it's you know, but like it's not. It's not shot like you know, um, like a. Like like a vi- like a like a video that is like that. So I don't understand what the like like where you, where they stopped where they stopped trying to be that. So yeah, so we, we I think we've settled on that video. Um, <clears throat> should we go on? I think we should go on to the um, I wish my in parentheses Taylor Swift by the Knox. I'm into it because um, this is a video uh, that we have seen this artist and director combination before um this was directed by ali avital who has been on this podcast and was on the podcast when she released her video for um classic by the Knox featuring powers um which is still right. one of my favorite videos i love that video um and this one i guess is kind of like the maybe the spiritual follow-up to that um in a way 
because it has some of the same actresses, uh, and it has, I feel like a little bit of, I don't know, it feels like a little bit of a sequel to me and not in, in like content or anything like that, but just like some of the elements, like the fact that the knocks just kind of like show up, like just like out of nowhere. The, like, no- the knocks have like kind of a history for that. Yeah. Like it's like apropos of nothing. They just like show up in like two shots and they're out of it. And they always look like they do not want to be there. Even, <laughs> yeah. even though you can tell it's an act. Right. Right. But it's so funny that that's what they do. Yeah. Um, and this one is featuring instead of powers, it is Matthew coma. Uh, who is somebody that I uh, do not know that much about. He's He is a, always a featured artist, um, except for one video in our uh, database, which is directed by Cameron Duddy. Um, but he is a featured artist on seven videos, so it seems to be his, his bag, as far as I know. Um, and the, <laughs> the conceit of the song is that, you know, he's singing about the fact that he's looking for, he's he's kind of like looking for his girl, you know? He's looking for evaluating the ladies. Mm-hmm. And he's looking for his Taylor Swift, which is interesting. That's why this parentheses my Taylor Swift. It's interesting that that is now the ideal of what we're looking for. Um, and he's kind of hanging out in his apartment, and there are all these ladies in his apartment dancing, and they're all blonde, and like Taylor Swift is, and they're all wearing a blue nightie. Um, and it's, it's a very interesting video. I can definitely tell this is directed by, um, Allie cause it definitely has her kind of like s- style stamp on it, um, in a, in a very good way. Um, and it also, you know, like a few of her other videos have included some of the same actresses that she's used in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the g- girl, you know, from the, the classic video that is in the pool, um, which kind of has the kind of like twitchy thing going on. Um, it's funny cause she's, she's the one girl that like out of all of them kind of like looks the most like Taylor Swift. I feel like in like, in like, I think they nailed it. I think they nailed it on everybody. Like, I feel like looking at everybody, at like all of the fake Taylor Swift's in this video, if you like look at the way they want you to look at it for this video, like they nail Taylor Swift enough in, in every, in the mannerisms or something like, they get it right for all of them. Yeah. Because it's a tough thing to do, right? You're not going to like, you, you know, you're not going to, like if you look back at like videos that tried to do this before, like the slim, uh, the real Slim Shady video by Eminem, uh, it just feels like something about that video feels more robotic than than this video. I don't know what it is, but um, I think they nail it a lot better. Yeah, but I think there's that, and I'll, there's that one girl who looks because Taylor Swift, like, if you've ever, like, seen pictures of Taylor Swift without makeup, um, she has, like, a very distinctive kind of eye shape and orientation, which kind of, like, when you, when she puts on makeup, give her that, that distinctive look. I mean, nobody really looks like Taylor Swift, but there's one of these girls that looks very similar to her, which I find funny, which just makes all the other girls look, like, very different. Like, one of them looks like Amanda Seyfried a little bit, the other one's look like other people. I don't, I don't know if they were looking for like going for, or I don't know if Allie was going for like a real slim shady, like let's make everybody look exactly the same thing. Uh, Cause I don't know if I've ever seen uh Taylor Swift in a blue nighty before, although they all like kind of look similar. I don't know if they were looking, I don't know if she was trying to make everybody look like clones of Taylor Swift. 
I, well, I think that's part of like the concept of the song too, right? Like you're looking for like my Taylor Swift. You're looking for the person that like fits mm-hmm. your ideal of this like person. And like each, each of these girls kind of like fits that Taylor Swift mold a little bit in, in different ways than the others. Right. And like the one that you're connecting to as the one that looks the most like Taylor Swift, uh, I don't recognize. Uh, but I think yeah, that's I'm the point, sure. right? Like, it's she's like the I don't girl know which one if, you're talking about either because like to me like these are all blonde white girls everyone looks about seventy five percent like Taylor Swift <laughs> between like seventy and eighty right and so like there's no real way and like I think that's kind of the point like you're looking for my like perfect thing and nobody's gonna reach that perfect everyone's gonna be like within this same realm of that perfect and I think like I think with the Knox like the Knox make like big. Uh, like they make the dance tracks that like would be able to be played at a wedding if you wanted to. But I think they have some like tongue in cheek elements, just like their their presence in music videos ends up having. Um, and I think that that's part of what they're like part of what these the casting here is. Right. Like they all have kind of like this tinge of Taylor Swift. And the fact that you connect to one more, uh, I think that that reinforces that idea a little bit more even. The one I'm talking about is the first one that lifts her head above the bed in the beginning of the video. And and it's not that I think she looks more. It's because she, I think she objectively has the same facial structure as Taylor, Taylor Swift. Um, uh, she is a little older than Taylor Swift, but she still looks like Taylor Swift. But anyway, I think that may be a little bit be, besides the point. Um, there's some great dancing in this. Um, I don't know who choreographed it. Um, oh, we have it right here, Carla Garcia. Um, I, the video, the, the dancing in this is just, I just fits it perfectly. I thought it, uh, they did a really fantastic job with that. Possibly inspired by Taylor's dance moves at the awards shows a little bit. I think. I think Maybe. so. Yeah. Um, I would agree with that. Yeah. Um, she they're is very, they're a famous very- award show dancer. I feel like there are very few directors who are like tuned into pop culture in a way that you could like that could pull off having like dozens of Taylor Swift lookalikes in a music video than Allie. Like I just I don't know. Like I, I look back at like when Allie was on the podcast with us and she just like made me reconsider how I look at like every high Williams music video that I had looked at from that point. And I feel like she's got like this understanding of of pop culture. She like looks at it in a way that is very fresh and really tuned in um, that I feel like could like give a pet, like, like make this, make this video more, more effective than maybe in the hands of a different director. Yeah. And we're probably missing a hundred different things that. Uh, yeah. I, that, <laughs> yeah. Right. Even when it seems like a simple video for Ali, I still feel like there's stuff to dissect that I'm missing. Like even even with this video, I feel like I'm missing some uh, message or there's something there that I can't pinpoint. But it's good. Ali, just uh, just call us and leave a voicemail. We'll insert that. Right yeah, we now. got that voice message. Yeah. Um, and I like the, I like the Matthew Coma hand gestures. Got some real, some real sweet hand gestures in this, real which I appreciate. Um, it's so, a, where do hand gestures fit in like the camera mugging department? How closely are they? How closely are they related? I feel like they are like 
different professions that are separate but complement each other, such as a, um, let's say, a um, chef and a waiter. Two different things where they require two different skill sets, but still, you know, they, they both rely on each other to make the full picture. Got it. Perfect example. So we got to go into this Love Me by the 1975 video directed by Diane Martel. I think we should. Ah, um, oh, you picked it. Nice. Definitely a pick. Picked by Doug. Um, Very picky. And Diane Martel, <laughs> for those not familiar, is a director who has uh, a really has had a really interesting last few years. I mean, she's direct, been directing videos for 20 years now. Um but I feel like her output in the last like three years has been super interesting and also very, very high impact. I mean, she directed the Blurred Lines video uh, from 2013. Um, which is the, the inspiration of our podcast cover. <laughs> which is, yeah, thank you, Diane. Um, the We Can't Saw video by Miley Cyrus, um, uh, as well as uh, Bassin by Yele, which is another great video that was directed this year. And then we have um, this video. Um, which is Love Me by the 1975. Um, and this video, to me, really is kind of an homage to 80s videos. And yeah. The, and, and, and <laughs> I mean, if you put, like a, like, a VHS grain on this and told me that this came out in, like, 1988, I probably would believe you. Yeah. Um, if it were not for the cardboard cutout of Sam Smith. That may be right, 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 right. And in Harry Styles, that would probably God. be a little bit of a giveaway. But it is it is shot and conceived in so many little details, from the lighting to the composition to everything, really is an homage to that. It's, it's a, a performance, it's a fantastic video. Yeah, yeah, to the performance, the exactly. Performance of uh, uh, what is it, Matthew Haley, the the lead singer of Nineties Every. I mean, they're really the whole band, mm-hmm. but the lead singer, like. I mean, he's so, like the 1975 is so good in their music videos. They nail the performance for the style of each time. They like use great directors. Like I love their music video output, and this is no different. Like Diane Martel is the perfect fucking director for this video. She nails his style. Like this video feels like like if if you like were like all right, here is the first ten music videos played on MTV when it first aired and you just like snuck this in at seven, half the people in the world would be like, yep, this was, <laughs> this was it. Here was the seventh video. They wouldn't even give a shit. They'd be like, is that Sam Smith? Nah. Is it, nah, probably not. Because they said this was it and this clearly is. Like Mr. B and there he is. Like it's just like they like they nailed yeah, there's a selfie stick in this video. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like it's just the perfect thing. Like they nail the style but like just enough, like 2015, 2016 in there. Um, Diane Martel, I think, is like too tuned into pop culture for her own good, and I think sometimes she over over oversaturates pop culture. Um, but I think, yeah, this video, she just like nails the moment perfectly. And this is one of those instances where I feel like the the director and the artist matched their level of intensity. Yeah, um, and how game they were for this, um, because they're they're they they can that is definitely a thing, and like the the intensity and the energy that a director brings to your project and that, that the band brings to a project, and 
it feels something that maybe feels like something that may be like inconsequential to the final product, but I feel like is overlooked as something that really influences what the, you know, what the outcome is. And I think like the, one of the manifestations is that it's obviously the, the, you know, the lead singer and his energy, but the just like nonstop energy, these backup dancers in tutus bring, um, they're just like, they're camera mugging, to the nth degree for every yeah. second they're on, on the screen. This video was, uh, we used to best of 15, like 15 best videos in the month every month. And this video, I, I staff picked this today. So we missed this for the best of the month, but uh, I think it deserved to be on there for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, in October. Did you guys notice the one cardboard cutout that they had to blur out? No, who is it? Oh. Well, I don't. Oh, I don't know. Who, it's, it, that's the ironic thing. I don't know who it is because um, they blurred it out. But I wonder if they had to. If they just like they were like, let's do this. It, it's not really. Uh, it's kind of in the background. It is not really something that is is that noticeable. I just noticed it just kind of out of the corner of my eye while I was watching. Who's um, the cheerleader? Is that a young Miley? Char- I don't know who that is. Yeah, Charlie XCX is one of them. She looks like a cheerleader. Yeah, but who's the cheerleader at th- like thirty six? He's got his arm around her. It looks like Miley. It's it's a the one who's like a young girl. Yeah, I don't know who that is. It um, looks like Miley. I don't know though. Like I don't. Oh I, like, yeah, I don't know. Hmm. Um, that does look like Miley Cyrus. Now that you mention it, huh? Um, Which would be super funny. Would have access to. Childhood pictures of Miley yeah, Cyrus. Yeah, I think that is Miley. You're right. Um, yeah, it looks like Miley Cyrus. That's um, hilarious. I love the the girl who's dancing with the guitar, the pink guitar. Um, they just, I don't know. There's just something about what that. What a good that, video. Yeah, it's a great video. It's from, like, from beginning to end. And it's one of those like setup videos that just has keeps keeps like piling more and more stuff on. Yeah. Um, and just keeps getting more and more interesting. Um, yeah. For a video that's not, you know, of insubstantial length, it's, it's close to four minutes, so. Yeah, um, and it's pure performance. It is, yeah. It's absolutely pure, from everybody. Everybody's, nobody's, nobody is just like, kind of phonered it in here. Yeah, or no, and it's nobody's, there's no, nar- like, yeah, they're doing characters and stuff, but there's no narrative. It's just like, like nobody is unaware of the camera in any shot. Yeah. Absolutely. So um, good. So good. It's like a music video's music video. Yeah. It's like one of those uh, music videos. It's one of those music videos. That you're yeah. Like, it's because I've seen a hot tub in a music video, too. So. Not, soon, not recently enough. Not recently. Yeah. Directors, if you're listening to this, maybe, I don't know if we have a oh, lot of directors. hot tubs. Here. Yeah. Give us some more hot tubs. Um. <clears throat> And that's 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 all the feedback I have right now. That's it. That's all we got for you guys. Yeah. Other, I, otherwise, knocking it out of the park. Yeah. But like a couple more hot tubs in the mix. Yeah, and I know those are probably hard to rent, but you know, whatever. Deal yeah, with it. Fucking do it. Just, Just say. Get it over with. Um. Well, you guys, I think we I think we did it. We're at the hour mark, yeah, so we did it. We did we did a great job. Um. So maybe in the next you know little while there there'll be a hundred you know. I feel like they could put together a list of a hundred music video, like female music video directors that people should be hiring. Yeah, <laughs> and it would. But start. until then, listen to this podcast. Yeah, exactly, we know what's going on. We know the peeps. Um, so, if you want to find out, you know what 
we're talking about in terms of what these videos are, don't go Googling around on the internet. Just go to... Yeah, take it easy. Yeah, just just cool cool your jets because everybody knows it costs 10 cents for every Google. They're going to send you a, a bill to your family when you die. Yeah. Um, Directly to your mom or daughter. <laughs> with all your Google searches in it. So... Uh, Take it easy. Be careful, yeah. Um, just go to imbdb.com. You don't even have to Google it. Just go to imbdb.com. Type it into your, your computer browser and go to podcasts. And uh, this is podcast 173. And we have all the links and all the videos and, and all that right there for you to There pick. it is. Um, it tested Snowden approved. Yep. Yeah, people don't know that a lot. A lot of people don't know that about this podcast. That it's pers- the only podcast personally proved by Edward Snowden. Yeah, right. He gave us a sign off. Yeah, thanks. He's like, yeah, thanks, that, we're into that. No data collection at all. Absolutely not. No, uh, well, minimal data collection. We'll just only say. related to music videos and only when you want it there. Right. Um, and Adam, I believe this podcast is Adam Alexander approved? It's definitely Adam Alexander approved. Well, there you go. All ten of my fingers. Nice. Um, and Adam, is it, do you do you give us permission to, to, to post that picture of you hugging a, a hugging a unicorn? Absolutely. Okay. I'm putting post it out that. There. Is that what they call it now? Hugging. Yes. Spooning. I'm actually spooning the right. unicorn. And you had a fun Halloween, Adam. Yeah, it was good. Would you get candy? Uh, no, I handed out candy. Nice. Um, Doug. In your travels, or and Adam as well, uh, you guys, we, we don't get any trick-or-treaters at our house because we live on a busy street and trick-or-treaters are, like, you know, they're just too busy to come over to our house. So we never get any of this. So I never see any costumes. Did you guys see anything that was even music-related, let alone music video-related? Nah, nah, just a lot of minions. No music-related. <laughs> I saw uh, I saw somebody dress up as... Hall of Hollow Notes, but no oats. Wait, really? Yeah. Halfway there. New York, ladies and gentlemen. Um, there you go. Okay. Over. All right.